Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The other thing we've been asking you about is whether or not if you've ch- kids going back to school now for the new school term in September, are you still waiting to hear if you've got a spot on the school bus? Because there was an announcement recently that the services would be free this year to try and help with the cost of living. And of course, naturally, then there was a huge surge in families applying for a school bus place. And now loads of people are waiting to find out if they've actually got one. Colette is with us on the line today. Colette, have you been using um, you've been using the service for for a long time now? Um, yeah, well, we've been using the service since 2018, Andrea, and um, we would always have held concessionary tickets, which means uh, we we don't live 3.2 kilometres from the school or a bit nearer than that. So basically, our kids here would only have got a seat on the bus if um, the kids further away were already allocated their seats. Now, we've been lucky enough the last four years to get seats because there was room on the bus, but... We applied again in April of this year, like we've done every other year. Yeah. And the government announced free transport day on early July, and bus air, the government actually administered bus air to open up the portal again, which they never do. Like the portal is opened in April, you apply in April, and you're either successful or you're not. You know, it's never reopened twice. Mm. But when when the announcement of the free transport was was made and the portal reopened, there was six thousand, I believe, new applicants in Galway alone for school transport. So it has left a lot of us here in this area without um, seats on the bus for our, for our own children. So basically, you've you've actually lost out then, Colette? I've lost, yeah. yeah. We, I got an email here on the 10th of August saying that um, this, our seats were, they were selected on a lottery basis and we weren't successful in that lottery to obtain two seats for the two kids here. So what does this mean for you now come September? I don't know. They're back to school on Wednesday, uh, 31st of August, Wednesday week. So we've a week to kind of sort out and try and plan and see how we're going to get them to school because they both work full time. And it's more than, what did you say, it's more than four kilometres? Uh, no, we're actually about two kilometres from the school. Okay. Um, so that's why we would have been concessionary seats. We're not, we have to be more than 3.2 kilometres to obtain a seat. But like, there are families here more than 3.2 kilometres away that haven't got seats mm. either. And they've been told, oh, your kids are going, there's a school nearer to you, you should be going to that school. And it's, it's wrong, really, the way, like, I know the government introduced this free transport to alleviate costs on families, and yeah. I, I get that. But there should have been a criteria put in place there that, you know, you either had already applied for the bus this year, or you were a, a new, you know, if there was a new child starting school, maybe. And are there many neighbours or people going to the school that your kids are in, Colette, in similar position? Uh, there are, like, in this area alone now, you're only talking about five or six mile radius, and there's already 12 kids that don't have seats in the bus. And they're primary school seats. Um, there are another couple, there are another couple of, of parents that have secondary school children starting this Friday, and they don't know yet if they've got a seat on the bus for their child in four days' time. Like. And this is for primary school? Yeah, now I, we're only affected by primary, but there are others affected on the, on the post-primary routes as well. Stay on the line, Colette. Um, 1800-453-106 is the number. If, if you're, you were affected yourself and you want to get in touch with us today, Tom's joining us as well. Tom, you and your wife both work. If your child isn't accepted, I mean, what what does this mean for you? <laughs> Very good question, Andrea. Uh, I honestly don't know. We we had assumed that we were going to get the, the bus tickets as as usual. 
uh, our eldest is going into junior search year this year. We got the email in late June and went to fill it. I went to fill it up on on the phone, but apparently it isn't mobile friendly. So uh, I waited off a week and um, went to fill it in on the, I don't know, a week, a week or so, and went to fill it in on the laptop. And at that point, the government had made their announcement. Um, the language, I have to say the language on the way, the, the way it's described on the portal, is not easy to understand. I mean, I, I'd have a background in e-commerce and I honestly wasn't sure, and I'm still not sure, whether um, our kids' status on the bus rolled over into next year or not. Um, I, I, you know, it's 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 a kind of a, it's a very strange situation. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, I got as far as I went searching through the portal to try and find various ways of doing this, and I got to the point where you know the only option seemed to be to delete my profile and start again, and I wasn't doing that. Um, but it's not very user friendly. So we phoned anyway. The portal closed again, and we so we phoned customer service um, and some very nice people. I mean, they were they were as helpful as they could be, but they weren't able to give me the information I needed, which is basically whether our kid has got a bus ticket or not. There's a neighbor's kid uh, going to the same school, going in the same direction, 14 kilometres away, and she, now she's going into year one. We know she's gotten a ticket, but our kid going into year three. Um, hasn't heard anything yet. We've phoned and phoned and contacted them on chat on a number of occasions, and we're still not. We keep getting told that the portal will reopen, but it's not happening. And the kids, our kids, going back to school uh, Wednesday week. So, not a good situation. No. And and again, similar to Colette, Tom, are there many around your catchment in the same position? Uh, well, I suppose we don't know how many, like, you know, we know of kids who've gotten bus tickets and we know of kids who haven't. Um, I mean, like, we're in the, the strange situation where we might actually be perfectly okay, but not having gotten a bus ticket or not having gotten any kind of an email confirming or any kind of communication confirming uh, whether our kid is on the bus or not, we, we just don't know. So it is, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're in, in quite the quandary because... Mm. Like he's his school is fourteen kilometers from our home. Um, I work fifteen kilometers in the other direction, and we've two kids in primary school that we've got to get to school as well. So the logistics ain't gonna work. But you normally have the school bus, though. I mean, this is more a case of you could actually end up losing out on it this year. Well, we don't know. I suppose is the problem. I mean, everything might be fine, or it might be an absolute yeah. disaster. <laughs> but you're not the concessionary the ticket. That isn't that Colette, what you mentioned. You had. Yeah, it would be concessionary tickets because of our distance to the school. Well, you see, I suppose it's a little bit like, as as I understand it, and I could be incorrect on this, but our ticket is a concessionary ticket because it's not the designated school um, for kids in our in our geographic area. But the reality is that the designated school has been oversubscribed for years and you can't get in there. So you go to another school. Now, Bosserne okay. have always been good enough to you know, facilitate kids from our area and the understanding that they don't have uh, another school that they can go to or they can't get into the designated school. Technically, I believe that's a concessionary ticket, but in reality, it isn't. Yeah, OK. Geraldine is with us in Limerick as well. I mean, Geraldine, what's the, the story there? Uh, my story is I've been paying for the school bus system for the past eight years since my first daughter got on it. I have two daughters now gone from the school system. My son has been on the bus for the past four years 
and has two more years left. And I've been told from ringing them constantly that he has lost his seat in the bus. I also have a daughter due to start on Friday in first year and I've been told there's no decision yet on her ticket. So one of them could end up on the bus and one not? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And why, just due to the, the new, um, the increased applications, is that the reason? Yeah, that's what they told me. But what I'm most denied about is they said I'm just over 13 kilometres from my school. Now, as they say, you're supposed to go to your nearest school. Now, I've always had concessionary tickets down through the years and have always got our seats. But there are families that I know of that live, are living much further away from the said school than my family, and they're all sorted with tickets. They're all sorted with tickets? They're all sorted. I, as far as I know, my family is the only family that has lost out in the seat. And are you able to get through to anybody, I mean, that's involved in the, the issuing of this or is there anything that can be done? Um, well, at this stage, I'm really inclined to put into bus and for phone credit. I'm ringing them so often. Are you? Every time I ring, you're at least over a half an hour on hold, which fair enough, I hang on. Anyone I get to speak to, apparently they have no supervisor, they have no manager, they have nobody I can talk to. Sending emails is a waste of time. They're not being replied to. So as I say, my daughter and I was due in first year on Friday, nervous enough about starting secondary mm. school. Not alone, not knowing now how she's going to get there. And is it feasible for you, Geraldine? I mean, is it something that you can... No, it's not possible it's not. for myself my husband. So, And I don't see why I should have to, after he yeah. using the bus system for, and paying for the bus system for the last eight years, to suddenly lose out to all the free ones. They really should have looked after the people constantly on the bus for previous years. Yeah. I was looking through the numbers today. I think they received about 130,000 applications for bus tickets by the the deadline at the end of July and over 44,000 of those were first-time applicants. Yeah, they really should have looked after their long-standing customers. I mean, like, they know what years the children are going into. They know that they still need the bus for X amount of years to come. And fair enough, if there's extra seats on the bus, then fair enough, mm. give it to the extra children. You see, I think Bus Erin are, are sort of making the point that they are going through the applications, but they can only issue tickets when they get extra buses and drivers are sourced. So I wonder, that must be part of the uh, the, the delay in all of this then as well. It's probably actually getting... I actually getting. asked that question. I, sorry, I asked that question the other day and I was told that um, because in my area there's one large bus and then at another pickup point, five minutes drive away, there's a minibus coming. So I asked the question, could I not put on a bigger bus mm. for the minibuses? And what I was told, put on an extra bus or changing the buses was not an option. Not an option. Yeah. Um, let me bring in Ellen as well, Geraldine. Um, Ellen's in, in Galway. How are you affected, Ellen? Um, I... I've been out of, off work. I've been a stay-at-home mom for the last four or five years. And I've got to a stage, I have two children, nine and seven. And my seven-year-old has just, she's heading into her first year of um, the long day at school. So she'll be finished with all the older children. And it was giving me a chance now to start looking into joining, rejoining the workforce. And I suppose getting myself back out there and trying to join yeah join yeah the workforce again after this 
amount of time. But it's just it's just not looking possible anymore. We've missed out on the bus now due to this lottery system. And I am going to have to drop my children to school every morning, which I know a lot of people have to anyway. I, I was part of a carpool with a neighbour of mine and we were alternating days and we mm. were doing the run to the bus just literally a, a walk around the corner from the house um that's not possible anymore so i'm gonna have to drop my children to their school and then obviously be available at pickup time again to go and collect them and it's just it's just means that now i'm kind of restricted in what what i can give to a prospective employer regarding my time so a complete it'll completely change things for you Ellen just in terms of your own personal circumstances it will yes yeah. for the time being yeah and for my children as well they're just they're devastated because like I said we've been sharing the lifts with um, neighbours of ours mm. who thankfully have got their tickets again this year and that's great and I'm so happy for them but now my children are sitting in the car we're going to be driving past them waiting for the bus and my children are left wondering, why them? So this is all to do with the lottery. They just yeah. lost lost out and lost out in the lottery. And when when you talk to the school or anybody in the area, what what did they say? Well, regards to the other parents, um, it's just it's it's very hard to get your head around, regardless of whether they have been lucky enough to get the tickets or not, because. We have no way of knowing if this is going to be something that they're going to do year on, year out, or is this just this year because of the, the free transport that they have provided. Um, us concessionary ticket holders, we're kind of in a precarious position now. We just don't know mm. from now. And your school starts in what? Two weeks? Less? Two, what, yeah, uh, we say about eight days for us, yeah. And we're we just left not yeah, knowing what's going on. No word on what the story is at the minute. Um, Marie no. is in, in Roscommon. Marie, you're listening to Helen there. Like, are you affected in the same way? Yeah, I'm affected very similarly, along with um, 11 other families in the area who I know of, who have equally uh, lost position. most of them losing a position that they've had on the bus um, up until this year. And how many children did you have, um, Marie, that, that would have used the bus service? Um, I've got three daughters, um, varying very vastly in ages, um, but my um, middle daughter had gone to a, the, another school and had an issue there, that what would be deemed as our, uh, my local school, my nearest school. Okay. There's only two kilometres in the difference between that school and the school that my youngest now attends. And so we, we didn't want to go to that school for various reasons, and we went to this school and was allocated what said was a concessionary ticket. I thought the concessionary ticket was a free ticket, which I could have availed of, but I didn't if I'd gone to the other school. And I pay for uh, my daughter's ticket to travel to school for the last two years. So when it came back saying you hadn't been allocated a, a concessionary ticket, it's quite confusing because it didn't specify about distance. And it was only when I contacted them that they advised me it was um, due to not, not going to the, to the school they deemed to be the most suitable for my child didn't take into any, they shouldn't have to have extra extra circumstances, but definitely in my case, we do have extenuating circumstances, but there is no consideration given. Okay. So you were on the concessionary ticket as well then? 
Yeah. You are, yeah. Because I see yeah. both Aaron, just on that, they say that um, the availability of seats varies from year to year, cannot be guaranteed for the duration of the child's school education cycle. This is in relation to, um, for those who normally get a concession. Which is ticket. ludicrous. Ludicrous. You know, the government are pushing, you know, to reduce your carbon footprint, etc. Um, and here we are. They want to put 11, in my small village, they want to put 11 families on the road twice a day to go in and out and pick up children when they could put on one bus that we are all willing to pay for. So I, I don't know. Yeah, you and are, at the moment, I've been told that this bus is going to be, uh, we, we possibly will get a new bus, but they have to have inspectors out and a second bus. But there's no, there's no guarantee, and we absolutely will not be guaranteed a seat year in, year out, until this concessionary rule is amended. Now, I understand they can't have buses going all over the place, but a lot of these places are, you know, are schools, are within 10, 15 kilometres. Generally, mm-hmm. that's the, the rule of, you know, that, that these people have been allocated these concessionary tickets, which is, I'd have to, I'm working part-time. I'd have to, I've got no other support system to take my daughter to school. So I would be pushed back into, a, on the benefit system because I couldn't not send her to school. She wouldn't get a place probably in the near other school that is now the nearest school because that was heavily subscribed this year. And have you had any luck in trying to contact anybody about this? Um, I've contacted all TDs locally. Um, I've contacted Bus Aaron. Now, Bus Aaron have been pretty um, consistent with staying in contact with us, but they're, they're acting within the rules that are assigned to them by the Department of Transport and the Department of Education. Um, everybody else, Minister Ryan's uh, department, that me to the uh, Department of Education, Minister Foley, the response I had from Minister Foley's was horrific saying that if I had an um, issue regarding child protection and gave me a huge email with all contacts, Tusla, the Guardi, regarding child protection, that was the email I received from Minister Foley's office. And I've responded to that saying, I don't think you've read my email. And to, to date, four days later, I haven't had a response. Yeah, so nothing to do with the actual, the, the, the bus, the transport issue. Completely. Is I mean, there yeah. isn't a child protection issue at all, which is quite... If it was anybody else, they could be quite intimidated and frightened by that response, to be honest. Okay. Um, let me bring in Noel as well. Noel wants to join us because, Noel, you are in Limerick. Um, do you find yourself in the same position here as Marie and Ellen? Yes, Andrea. Um, yeah, we're in the same, we're in the same situation. I'll just move over here a little bit. Um, yeah, we're, we find ourselves in the same situation where we, um, we're using the transport system since uh, for secondary school since 2015. And... Um, but say we pay it every year and we're glad to have it and we're over 20 kilometres away from the school. And then this year we paid, we paid for the service on the 29th of June before this announcement was made. And then we got an email there last week on the 13th of August saying that uh, our two children are not entitled to seats on the bus. And you'd paid and, uh, for it? We, we had paid for it, yeah, before, the, before Minister Foley made the announcement. We had paid for it. But we got refunded last week, like, but I, I would say we had no problem paying for it. And, um, like, there's, on our, on our school bus alone, there's, uh, there's at least 11 children affected by this as well. And there are, that's 11 children that were paying for the last couple of years. Mm. So they've all lost out in the lottery, Noel? They've all lost out, yeah. Mm. And, like, we're, like, our children are first on the bus every day. And, um, like, we're, we're over 20 kilometres away from the school, so... If you go dropping them to school by car, that's 80 kilometres a day. But I'm, but I'm gotten and pick them up, you know. And, um, 
it's just it's just a crazy mess. It's a crazy situation. But like the one answer to this I think is just put on bigger buses. The bus in our area it's something like a thirty theatre bus. Mm. Like a forty a forty theatre bus will probably stop us. I know. I mean, it seems like a fairly simple solution that you'd have to wonder why, why that's not been not been utilised. Yeah, it seems to be. But I, like, they had no problem putting on two buses there last year and two years ago when the COVID was around. They put on they put on a second bus on our route, and um, they'd no bother doing it back then. Like, it looks to me, I don't know, as if they're not going to do anything this year. I was trying like that woman said there a while ago. We're trying to bring bus there for the last ten days. We can't contact them. We're sending them emails. We're sending them emails and uh, no reply. We even, I sent an email last Thursday and I got a reply back on Friday saying that uh, our email was, was, wasn't was delivered. So it's, 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 it's just a crazy second organisation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose to be fair, like the, the government made the announcement that they'd, you know, given the cost of living and all of that, that they'd, that they'd increase the availability or the number of spaces. And then bus and that operate the school transport scheme were probably told you need to accommodate this. And sure, nobody, of course, the usual, uh, nobody, you know, dotted I's or crossed T's or any of this in advance to find out, out that maybe we don't have the bus drivers. And the, the number of buses may be available in certain areas to be e- even able to operate uh, you know, the increased spots for the scheme. But I mean, the, the number of people here today getting in touch with us about this that are affected. There's another text in column again. School bus service is a joke. We're two miles from both schools in the area. Not safe to walk or cycle as part of the route on the primary road. There's no footpaths in the area, hard shoulder or lighting. We as parents were willing to pay for the service. There's seven students again on our road alone, all willing to pay for the bus, which passes by our house. I think the whole thing's a total joke. According to Colm. Keep them coming into us. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com. Uh, Noel, Ellen and uh, Marie, thanks a million to you as well for getting in touch with us here on the programme today. Still to come though, we're going to be talking about, um, well, new survey that's out. It also indicates we lose five weeks of sleep. People will lose five weeks of sleep every year uh, due to menopause. We'll be chatting about that. We're also going to be talking about whether or not it's acceptable to ask people to take their shoes off in your carpet next. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.